Hey, Mystic Michaela spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, we are talking all about sound baths, deja vu, and goosebumps. We're talking about the science of it, as well as the psychic connections within it. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. All right, so this came about because the other day, you know, we were eating dinner. All of a sudden, there is a (laughs) knock at the door. And two members of the Mystic Michaela spiritual family, two listeners of the podcast, show up and whisk you away. They they put a sheet over your head <laughs> and they whisk you away to a sound bath. And as you're like going out the door, I'm like, what is a sound bath? What are you talking about? And – what is I I, I kind of know now because I did a little research, but what happened? So Casey and Stephanie, who we know, and they're they're KYA listeners and Mr. yeah, they're MMSF members. They told me a while ago we want to take you to a sound bath. So Tuesday was the full moon, and they're like, we're taking you. And I'm like, all right. I didn't look it up. I've never been to a sound bath. I have a general idea. They told me nobody would touch me, so I was like, all right, let's do it. And so we went. Uh, it was on the beach in Hollywood Beach. At, it was the full moon, so it was beautiful. It was like 7.30 at night, and we just laid all of – there was a bunch of people there. Everyone was really calm and serene and chill, and we laid – we brought our yoga mats and our blankets and stuff, and we laid on the beach in a circle, and it was amazing. These two brothers ran it, um, and there were instruments, and the, the music was so healing, and they put us in a meditative state. I cried at the end. It was really a lot of, like, releasing, and it, it was – and then the moon, the full moon came up over the ocean after. It was truly magical. Okay. Everyone should I, okay. go to a sound bath. All right. I have so many questions right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was magical. <laughs> All right. So many questions. My fir- obviously, my first question is the sound bath, I assume – there's no water. So this is not an actual bath. There's no like shampoo and conditioner. Correct. And lotions and towels and things no, like that. No, you're being bathed in like the musical vibrations. When you really are. Like it, the instruments are such that you feel them almost like reverberate in your body, like every cell and then beyond. Like my soul felt felt awakened. Hmm. It's hard to explain. It just yeah. vibrates through you. I mean, I'm trying to think back to any time in my history where I might have experienced something like this. Okay. And the only thing I can really think of is this time back in my college days. What year was this? Oh, you know. <laughs> Wait, what year did you go to? Were you a freshman? We have to go there. Let's, let's, let's just pretend it was like recent. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I like to, you know, when I do a visualization, I like to see the clothes in my head. Okay. So um, I'm going to put you in favorite, a... like grunge, grunge So clothes. I have you in a thermal... Remember those thermal long sleeves, yep. like three buttons, yes. it's, it's cream, and then there's like a flannel shirt around your waist. Right. Okay. So, I some, got it. Something like that. I got it. Yeah. You make Think of me like, like a lot skinnier, <laughs> um, looking like a skinny Rocky. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Rocky Balboa, but a little like, like real, Rocky, real skinny. Before he beefed skinnier. up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, had, I was working out a lot at that time oh, okay. and drinking oh, a lot of milk. Okay. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But anyway. Anyway, so we had <laughs> my, my first year of college, it was just one big room and there was four of us, four guys. So just imagine that right Ew. off the bat. And one guy was named Ralph. Okay, Ralph. Okay, Ralph. Ralph. And Ralph was a huge, you know, stoner, pothead, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Loved da- dad grass. He, he buys it now, dad grass. Um, <laughs> um, loved Pink Floyd, Fish, right. all that, Grateful Dead, all that kind of music. Actually, that's like the first time I heard that type of music, like Pink Floyd, I was like so sheltered, you know, living my life 
you know, in high school, I didn't know anything. But you didn't know. Yeah. So he introduced me to Pink Floyd and Wish You okay. Were Here and all those kinds of songs like that. Right. But anyway, just make it, you know, try to speed this up a little bit here. He had like a band. Okay. That really wasn't a band. Okay. 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 Meaning like they didn't have like drums and a guitar. Right. And a flute or whatever bands have, you know, trombone or whatever. But they would make their own instruments and they would play it to the music, you know, like because Pink Floyd and Fish, they have a lot of instrumentals. So they would try to play it to that music. Like with spoons? They would play Like it. on their on their thighs? Yes, exactly. Like, um, yes, that, that's correct. It was seriously? With, yeah, that's with like utensils. bluegrass style? It was a lot of utensils. There was and like forks, knives. and a fork? They, well, and like an upside down milk pal. What is, what is you went to UB? Yes. Like you're not yeah, University of Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. University, but you're not in the bluegrass state, like with bluegrass music in the mountains. I, I'm telling you, it was weird. Where no happened? one would. This is exactly how it happened. And again, you know, were you on a porch? Like what no, is no. this? Okay, okay. No, hold on. Let me try to visualize, okay. visualize it because you guys know I'm bad at that. All right. All right. So all right, we're in this dorm room. His friends would just walk in. Usually there was about three of them. Mm-hmm. Ralph, I think one name was Colby. Okay, it's coming back to me now. They would just walk in. No one really talked to each other. Okay. They would have utensils. Okay. Like forks and knives and spoons. Okay. And they would basically just play it, like you said, like on their on their knee. Oh, yeah. Or like on the dorm room, you know, the bed, the bed and frame. And they were serious. They were dead serious. And they the, thought they were amazing. What time of day is this? Oh, it could be all... All hours. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This this did not have a set time. It could be three in the morning when I was sleeping. My indigo self or, could not have handled that well. No, I, I, <laughs> it was really hard. The next year I got my own room, <laughs> my own dorm room. I, I put in for a single, but you couldn't. The first year you had to have roommates. You had to live like that. Yeah. The second year I'm like, Dad? Dad? <laughs> Yellow Bert? Let me explain why I need a single. <laughs> Any right. But anyway. I think that's the closest thing. I, and they would play this music. And sometimes it was enjoyable, I guess, you know, if it wasn't three in the morning. Mm. But I guess that's the closest thing so, I had to a sound bath. So that's not what I experienced. <laughs> that's totally different. Like at all. <laughs> so. Okay. They had like, well, Casey gave us these, um, when we went to our sound bath, the better one, Casey gave me, <laughs> gave us all these like lavender eye pillows. So honestly, I just plopped down on the beach and like put my eye pillow on and I don't know what happened, but I oh, heard oh, oh, okay. a lot of interesting things. Okay. So you don't know what's going Okay. So now it's getting well, a little suspect. I mean, he was walking around. No, they're very okay. professional. It's very right. sweet. They walk around and play instruments. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did look it up. I, okay. I just kind of wanted to see what it was really all about. And yeah, it, it does date back to ancient times. Oh. I don't think there is one particular way that it has to be done. Okay. Um, you know, you can find this in times of the ancient Greeks, the ancient Egyptians, uh, the Himalayan mountains, Tibet, right? And, and each one, I guess, has different instruments. So, you know, I heard it could be used with Him- Himalayan singing bowls. You could have gongs, th- things like that. They had all those, I think. They had all they those had things. They had a bowl. They had okay. bowl, a bunch of bowls. Okay. I don't know what they were called, but I took a picture of them. And they had a really big gong. Right. And they had really cool drums that to me looked indigenous, but I don't know myself. Okay. And they had flutes that oh. also, I mean, they sounded indigenous, like the indigenous flutes that you'll hear like that. Okay. And they had chimes. Cool. Yeah. And, you, and actually, it could be done many different ways. Some people just do it like a gong bath. They call it a gong bath. Oh. Where it's just a, a gong, gong. A gong bath. Gong. <laughs> All right. Gong. A gong? 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 I don't gong. know. It's a bad word. Bad word. Bad, yeah, I should say that. I'm never going to say that word again, actually. Yeah. I actually deleted it from my vocabulary. <laughs> I mean, 
hey, they're using bowls. Ralph and Colby were using spoons and forks. I don't All know. Right. Is there a difference? But anyway, what I really want to look into is could this be a scam? You know, is, is uh, there a scam to this? Well, is you're this the some... friendly skeptic. I'm the friendly and that's skeptic. what we bring you here for. So and is it, Scott? I, and here's what I concluded with that. Your <laughs> official stamp of conclusion. While you cannot claim it to have any, let's say, medical benefits per se, okay, doesn't mean that it cannot help you. Meaning, you know, if you're there to relax or to de-stress, in my case, maybe lower some blood pressure, things like that, I think it could be a good thing, especially like for a temporary fix. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it if you wanted to use it like for a medical change in your life or something like yeah. that. I don't think it could do anything like that. So as long as like the practitioners, we'll get into that in a little in a second, aren't like making false claims, such as you know this will help you, you know with this this ailment. will cure you of yeah. this. Yeah, as long as they're not doing that and charging some extraordinary, extraordinarily that's the right word extraordinary amount of money. Mm-hmm. I think. There's really no harm to it. Yeah, no, it's um, absolutely harmless. And it could just be a nice, relaxing, enjoyable yeah. experience. I don't know if you're on the Hollywood beach. There's <sighs> some shady spots there. Well, any- and you have a bag over your head. <laughs> and you were two crazy fans from the, the podcast. Stacey that, that's, that's something different. But <laughs> Casey, are crazy. No, we – yes, you're right. The only – Bad thing that could have happened would have been South Florida's problem. Yes, it, but honestly, that could be a more South Florida. Casey's thing. a particularly hardcore yellow, and I think that you can go anywhere with a hardcore yellow. Okay, because so they will sound bass with they don't play sound bass with hardcore <laughs> yellow are perfectly fine. Yeah. If you take two indigos with you, you might be in trouble because <laughs> you're all lying there, vulnerable, and you don't know what these sound bathers are going to do. It not like it was honestly it was beautiful i really feel like if you go in with an open mind for just even if you just listen if you just laid there with your eyes open it's just a nice time if i i the next day felt like detoxed that's how good because i went in with the intention because the full moon too i'm like i'm gonna release all this stuff and i had that intention so the next day i feel like it really worked for me so i i want to go again I want right. you to go. All right. You know, and I am open to going. The only thing I did also want to check into was how do you become one of these sound bath practitioners? So I wanted to see, you know, why can't my ex-roommate Ralph be one? Yeah. Is there something you had to Maybe do? Maybe he so, is. He could be one today. <laughs> <laughs> he probably is. Um, all right. So there is a certification I looked up. Really? Yes. And I, and I did find it. There's three easy steps. Okay. To the certif- Not too cert- bad. Certificate. All right. Okay. So to get your level one certification, it says you get to learn the basics. doesn't say what the basics are, but you learn the basics. I don't know what that means. All right. Uh, you understand the physics of sound. Oh. oh okay. The sound is intense during it. Mm. You develop skills and attunement, and it brings you into harmony. I don't know what that means, but you might be brought into harmony. I, I don't know. Do you know? You know, like during the sound bath, and I think it would be a different experience inside. Like the next time I do it, I want to be indoors because I think it would have been even more intense. Okay. Um, the the instruments, it's like nothing I've ever heard before. So like the words attuned and bring you into harmony and things like that. I mean, I personally feel like the instruments like touch pressure points on you or, or that's what I was experiencing. I was experiencing a level of awakening that might not have been possible without the instruments. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
So this okay. makes sense to you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe you're going to you, go next time. Maybe you should do what I did. I took the class. Oh, I you got, did. I have my certificate. Wonderful. Uh, step two, level two certificate. That's advanced skills. Doesn't say what they are, but they're yes. advanced. Yes. All right. Okay. You design a sound bath. I think what that means is, you know, you put the rose petals around, soaps, lotions, uh, probably have the KYA podcast in the background. You're oh, setting up the bath. Yes. Yes. Most of our listeners, 47%, listen, they listen in the shower. They listen in an actual bath. Actual. Yes. Maybe they, maybe they meant sound bath. That's why the number's so hot. <laughs> and then you actually, they claim you work, oh, which I did, you work with live people. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. You, so you run an actual sound bath. I think so. All right. And then the step three is the final test. This is where you're going to submit a demo video of yourself performing the sound bath. I did this. I have the video. I, and they said I passed. Oh. I might put it on YouTube. I can't imagine what your sound bath <laughs> you imagine my, <laughs> video would look like. It's like a fork hitting the wall. <laughs> it's back to the dorm room. Here yeah. it is. Yeah. And I paid the low, low cost of $350 for my level one certificate. I don't know what I paid for the rest. Um, I used the 10% off coupon. Oh, you know, that's not bad though. I have to say. Yeah. Like if you're into it and you're already musical and you want to help people heal through music and you, you believe in it and you really want to like elevate a vibration of a community, which is what our, the sound bath, their brothers, they, they said that that's really what they do it for to elevate the community and help the community. I think it's a great like business. I really do. I think it's a wonderful business that helps people and hopefully can help yourself. Okay. I think people could be really – that's something not a lot of people are doing, and they could. All right. And, hey, the best part about it, when I took the course, you get one year free membership in the Sound Bath Professional Association. Oh, I wonder if they have a convention. They do. I want to go. Yeah. We, well, you have to take the course. Oh. I'm a member. You're not. Can you imagine the lobby of whatever hotel that is? <laughs> Everyone's playing Any, their, uh, yeah, their anyway, bowls. All right. So this kind of gets the Scotty stamp of approval. Okay. I think it's okay. You're going I actually do want to – yeah, you know what? I wouldn't mind trying one. You love it. I think I might – because I do love uh, Binaural Beats you and do. I do believe in them. Mm. Uh, I do feel – again, for the moment. Like when I listen to Binaural Beats before I go to the dentist to get my blood pressure from 250 down to <laughs> 200. Right. Um, you know, it, they work. I believe it works. Mm. You know, so – all right. Anyway, all right, we got a couple of ads, and then when we come back, deja vu. Sometimes you can really feel stuck without a direction in which to go. Burnout to me feels a lot like that. Now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. When I'm not taking enough time for myself to be creative, I can just get really fatigued and tired. I mean, that's what burnout always feels for me an intense fatigue. Life can be overwhelming and many people are burned out without even knowing it. Symptoms can include lack of motivation, irritability, fatigue, and more. We associate burnout with work, but that's not the only cause. Any of our any of our roles in life can lead us to feel burned out. BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone who can help you figure out what's going on in your life, what's causing stress in your life. It helps you. I personally have been to lots of therapy in my life and better help as well. Just that ability to talk with somebody when it can be about you and you don't feel bad talking about yourself and they give you such amazing observational feedback. 
it really pushes me into new perspectives, which makes me again feel creative and unstuck in life. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash KYA. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash KYA. I hate shopping for myself. I'm overwhelmed when I, whether I'm scrolling online or in the store, I just get very overwhelmed. And honestly, all my favorite pieces have come from Stitch Fix. You know, shopping for new clothes can be time-consuming and stressful. Why not let Stitch Fix do all of the work so that you can spend more time doing things that you like to do? It's easy and super fun to get started. First, you take a few minutes to set up your Stitch Fix profile, which actually is a lot of fun. Answer a few questions about what you like to wear, what you don't, and how open you are to trying new styles. Then Stitch Fix's expert stylists who actually listen to you will go to work finding items exclusively for you. Every piece is handpicked for you and is unique to your size, style, and in your budget, making it the best way to discover clothes that make you look and feel your best. I mean, you can give them the tiniest details, like I like this, my butt to look this way, or things are bigger in the waist than on top for me. You can give them all that. They listen, they hear it. Stitch Fix will send you five pieces to try on at home. Keep what you love and send back what you don't. Shipping, returns, and exchanges are easy and free. Plus, there's no subscription required. You can try it once or you can set up automatic deliveries whenever you feel like it. There are no hidden fees ever. Sign up for Stitch Fix and get the season's latest pieces for women, men, and kids. Sign up today at stitchfix.com slash KYA to get $20 off your first purchase. That's stitchfix.com slash slash KYA to get $20 off your first purchase. Limited time offer purchase within two days of sign up. Hey, Scotty. Hey guys. All right. So the next topic today is deja vu. Yes. Um, do you know what it means? I know you're a big Duolingo fan <laughs> and every night you are practicing your French. You've yes. moved on. You've actually completed your Spanish Duolingo yeah. and now you're doing French <laughs> I Duolingo. I Spanish. I did like review Spanish and I was like, let's learn French. So now I'm doing French. It means like to see it, see it again or yeah, something like, like that? Yeah, like already seen. Already seen. It's already seen. So, yeah, vu. Yeah, it's like to see. Yeah, I, and it means it is a sense – and I got this from an article. The article is entitled What Deja Vu and Why what, – What is Deja Vu and Why Do We Experience It uh, by Theodora Blanchfield. It came out in May. Uh, you know, just, so it's just, a recent just, just, Yeah, because I don't really article. know any – I'm going to admit here. I really – I mean I know more about sound baths than I do about Deja Vu. Do you get Deja Vu? I haven't had it in a long time. Do you get deja vu? <laughs> I, I, mean, I, 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 I think when it. I was younger, but I don't recall having it in a very, very long, a really oh, wait long a second. time. Wait, Whoa. I just had it. Whoa. I just had deja Whoa. vu. Okay, every listener knew that I was going to do that joke, right? If you didn't know I was going to do that joke, you haven't been listening. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to do you that didn't joke. Know that? Okay. No. Anyway, um, I guess it's a sense of seeing something that you've already seen without knowing it, but you haven't actually seen it. Yeah. Yeah, so... Like, we all know. We all have it. It's weird because the kids can even know when they're having it. Like, the kids will be like, oh, did we do this before? Yeah. You know, have we seen this before? Did I have this conversation with you already? That's what... I don't know with me sometimes in my daily life when I get deja vu, if it's just um, mom brain, like, frazzled. Because I'm like, did I already tell you this? 
because a lot of times I'll have conversations with everyone in my head and I'll forget if I had them out loud Okay. or I'll forget if a dream happened or it was real. So I'm like, Hey, did this happen? Did you say this yesterday or something like that? That's kind of how it shows up for me. But sometimes I have those moments when I'm driving or just doing something like, Oh my gosh, I've been here before. I had this, I met this person yeah. before or yeah. something like that. Okay. Yeah. That's, that makes sense. The article does say it catches people off guard. It just happens. You're not like, Expecting it. No. Uh, it's thought to be the equivalent of a small brain glitch. Yeah. With two streams of thought colliding. I feel like my brain does that a lot. <laughs> yes. I, well, <laughs> this is going to make a lot of sense when, <laughs> when I go into the second part of who actually gets oh, deja vu. Great. Yeah. <laughs> like crazy people. Yeah. There's something wrong with, usually something wrong with the brain. And that really? would actually make sense why I don't get it that much. Oh, okay. But <laughs> Everybody gets it. Like, Brie gets it yes. all the time, our yeah. oldest. Yes, they did say, I, I don't know if it's in this article or another article that I read. <laughs> it's normal. On the topic that, yeah, about, they said about 95%, something that have experienced it in one's lifetime. Okay. But it decreases as you get older. So okay. you get it less. Like, so Brie's age would actually probably get it more. She's it all the time. Yes. They, you, they said it would it'd be more common than a younger person. All so, right. Well, but, I mean, I think that... You can have something scientific and something spiritual at the same time. Like, I really do. All right, so, so you're gonna, you want to do a little spiritual take yeah. on it. So I have, like, three reasons what I think deja vu is, other than if you're tired or, like, whatever other stuff might be. You have mom brain or whatever else is coming up. The first thing that I always feel when I get deja vu is I'm just bumping into my soul contract, which just means... Before you come down here, come to this lifetime, and I really feel like this is true, your higher self, which is the eternal soul identity, you, creates, and I did a podcast on it way at the beginning, has some sort of objectives laid out to, I guess, framework your life. And these objectives can be a little bit broad, but when you're bumping against one, you can get a little deja vu, like, ooh, okay, hold on, let's look around. Am I in the parameters of what my life goals are, what's going on? So I feel like it's a little encouragement, you just kind of almost like if you check your, review your life goals and see if you're on track. That's kind of what I get the most from my deja vu experiences. Another, my second thing I feel like deja vu is when your higher self, that eternal soul identity you, is, is signaling you to pay attention to something. Now, normally when I get these things, it has a lot to – it's in the middle of a day and is seemingly like absolutely stupid and doesn't seem to be relevant at all moment. But I'll think like, but what overall is going on in my life right now? What else is happening? So I'll have that little conversation with myself when I get it to remind myself to be present and I guess reaffirm what my vision is for things. Cause I feel like it's my higher self being like, poke, poke, pay attention. Um, I also feel like it, just in addition to that, it can be a sign that things are about to speed up because when I get deja vu, everything feels like it's slowing down. Like it's almost in rewind or reverse or, or I'll be seeing something and it's happening in slow motion. And so I feel like it's, my higher self's way of saying something's coming up, slow down, get prepared. The third thing I think it is, and this is only in some instances where I've had deja vu, is it's a past life thing. So if I meet somebody and I'm like, tonight, I feel like I've known you before. I feel like we've had this conversation. I feel like I've met you. This used to happen more when I used to 
So, well, actually, it happens sometimes with clients. I'll have this, and I'll even tell them, like, I feel like I know you, and they're like, I know, it's weird. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's a past life thing. So you, because you have already talked to them before, perhaps in other lifetimes. But that's not all the time, because sometimes I'll have deja vu when I'm watching a show that's premiering tonight or something. So those are my three spiritual takes on it. Okay, now all that could be true. <laughs> <laughs> Or, <laughs> or you might just have less gray matter oh. than the rest of us. Is it, is it because my gray matter is taken up by knowledge and smartness? I <laughs> don't know that to be true. I don't know it's how the possible. brain works. It's possible. But yeah, I, and again, I'm going to say something right here. This is way too green for me. Oh, it's, um, we need a neuroscientist here. Yeah, we need a neuroscientist <laughs> yeah. or at least someone who has green. Like a doctor. Just someone who has any type of green is <laughs> fine. Right. Would know more than I do. Um but uh, yeah, I guess this gray matter is the outermost layer of the brain and is responsible for controlling your movement, memories, and emotions. Um, typically, the more gray matter you have the brain or the brain has, then the more effective it is. So what does that mean? I guess what they're kind of... So you're of... saying if I get deja vu a lot, it means I don't have gray matter, which means my brain isn't as effective? Is that what it's... you just said? <laughs> You know, I don't want that to be true, but yes, that's what I said. You know, I'm going to say something though, because I feel like I always got good grades in school and I've always done a good job in school and I'm a great, I feel like I'm a good writer and I can teach myself things and I can learn things, but I'm going to tell you how I've always approached learning, looking back into my life, it was psychic. So how I've approached language, how I approached that's why I wasn't good at math and I wasn't good at science because you actually had to use you had to memorize stuff and actually understand the inner workings of it. You had to use your actual physical brain probably. And for me, all the subjects I always excelled in were ones that I could just take off on my own and do kind because of, I always felt what the lesson was about or I felt what it, it was always okay in history too because I could always feel what was going on or just insert myself in the energy. Yeah. So maybe my gray matter is smaller. No, yeah. I think you have a lot of gray matter. I don't have a lot of gray matter. Well, it is, it is interesting. <laughs> it's okay. Because, no, what it, well, now that you say all that, which is very interesting, is that with all of this, you know, this whole, everything that you do, everything is self-taught with you. Like you've yeah. never went for training for no. anything. No. Well, that would actually, and that kind of fits more of the bill here. I mean, typically, again, just from a scientific standpoint, and again, I know we're having fun here, but I, I don't think you have less gray matter than anyone else like you probably have more than me <laughs> no i think i have the least gray matter in the family okay of all of us well maybe the, the cats do yeah <laughs> dusty know. and rocky and then me and, well norman i don't know me or norman have probably the same but norman's our guinea pig if you you know okay Scott. all right anyway <laughs> they, they basically they, they did do a study with like healthy brains versus non-healthy brains <laughs> oh here we go <laughs> and the less healthy brains experience deja vu more so they found, you know, people, they found people. With, I don't like this study. They found people <laughs> with schizophrenia. It said, and these are the ones they specifically said, schizophrenia, epilepsy, anxiety disorder, oh. vascular dementia, and people, who, and people who see colors around people. Stop. Yeah, they, you, I don't know why that got yeah, into okay. the article. Well, anxiety, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but well whatever what it, yeah. i think it's your soul contract right. and nothing to do with your gray matter okay they also said it could there's times when it could happen uh if you're fatigued stressed out basically you know you're 
had a you know had a long day. Yeah, my mom clearly. I seriously, yeah. it's yep. my mom. Yeah, when I, especially when the kids were a lot younger. Okay, so colds, the flu can bring it up, bring it on, things like that. Taking. Okay. Taking medications for the flu. Uh, well, it's or, a brain issue. Yeah, it's like a brain issue. Okay, but I still feel like spirit can interact with your brain. I feel okay. like I'm not going to get into that next when we talk about goosebumps. All right. I mean, the other part of the article goes on to just say, you know, who gets it the most. And this was, I thought this was weird. And I'm not buying into this either because, you know, it says, well, the well-educated. <laughs> who gets it the most? The well-educated. <laughs> So then you're right there, they're debunking your theory. Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Frequent travelers. But they just they, like, they just said that like if you have less gray matter, you get it. I know, more. but so then they're well saying educated. also here, well educated, frequent travelers, those who remember their dreams, ages fifteen to twenty five. Okay. Well and, I Yeah. Yeah. And those who are politically liberal. Like I I mean, oh, what does really? that have to do with anything? Does that would that mean anything that doesn't make sense does it the brain candy podcast they just had a whole podcast about how there's a difference between liberal and conservative brains they, really? there's like a whole study on it i haven't listened to it yet but oh, i wanted okay. to yeah that's okay so maybe there i don't know i mean <laughs> i'm not getting into this like i said earlier i know less about this than i do about sound baths anyways so, this just kind of felt like a big hit you know, on the ego i'm gonna say your three <laughs> things are right <laughs> It's nothing to do with gray matter in the brain. It's all about your spirit guides and Phoebe's. Uh, what and if it means that. there's a glitch in the matrix? Or it could be the glitch in the matrix. It's that <laughs> from the matrix. All, all right. right. We're, we have a couple ads. When we come back, you're going to talk about goosebumps. Yeah. I think you get them when you get cold, but you got a different theory. They're spirit shivers. Exactly. My babies are out of diapers now, but when they were in diapers, let me tell you, there are a lot of scratchy diapers out there. And there's nothing worse than buying a pack of them and spending that money and then realizing that your kid is going to take them off of herself or himself because they do not enjoy that feeling. So when I got coterie diapers to try, I gave them, I mean, they're so soft just feeling them myself, but I gave them to my neighbor who has a little, a baby girl. And she is of course now obsessed and uses them exclusively because they're so soft and comfortable Coterie is the highest performing diaper on the market with up to two times more liquid capacity and up to four times faster absorbency versus other brands, keeping your baby drier longer. Parents report fewer nighttime leaks and diaper changes, which can lead to better sleep quality for your baby and for you, plus less laundry. And let me tell you, as they get older, that absorbency and capacity is very important, especially through the night. Coterie can take your baby through potty training with their new two-in-one product, the pant that moves like yoga pants, but absorbs like a diaper. It's readjustable waistband means that you can tailor fit the pant to your baby's exact size and even do vertical changes and they use only the cleanest and safest ingredients. The pants is even proven to be free of ne- nearly 200 potentially harmful and irritating ingredients. Coterie's diapers and wipes are in a class all their own. They've been awarded best diaper and wipes by the bump and parents.com. Plus, don't even get me started on their wipes. They are National Eczema Association approved. They're so 
gentle. Right now, Coachery is partnering with my podcast to offer you 20% off your first order plus free shipping when you go to Coachery.com and enter promo code KYA. That's Coachery spelled C-O-T-E-R-I-E.com, promo code KYA for 20% off and free shipping. That's promo code KYA. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Let's talk about some green chef. Oh, my God. You know, I love when we get food in the mail. It's like my favorite thing in life <laughs> is when we get food in the mail. You're like food in the mail? Yes. And especially Green Chef, you know, incredible ingredients. They're farm fresh, unique, figs, dates, artichokes. The, the shrimp is my favorite. Everyone knows that. I love shrimp. They have incredible shrimp with this. And it's sustainably sourced. Definitely. And they provide these time-saving recipes. It's all laid out for you. And what I really love is instead of when you, know, when you grocery shop, you buy all these ingredients for a recipe and then you end up wasting a lot of it. That doesn't happen with Green Chef. Apparently, you're reducing your food waste up to 25% versus grocery shopping. So we had an amazing time trying out some Green Chef. What was your favorite, Scott? Okay, I'm I'm between two. I love the sesame ginger chicken. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm a sucker for that. I just love that stuff. Anytime and- <laughs> somebody throws a sesame ginger chicken at you, you're like, I surrender. Yeah, and if you throw, <laughs> and they call it the Harissa spice shrimp. If you oh, throw yes. spice shrimp on my plate, it's gone. It's actually, gone. actually, I didn't even get to eat it. All Brie ate most of it. Yes. Oh my god, the kids they eat all this right off my too. plate. Yeah. So. Here's the deal. You can go to greenchef.com slash Aura130 and use code Aura130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash Aura130 and use code Aura130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. And you know what? Green Chef, it's the number one meal kit for eating well. The craziest things that you think are normal to you, I've found in my own practice are actually indicators that you're connecting psychically. And one of those things are goosebumps. So there is a scientific explanation for for goosebumps, which I'll go through now. And, you know, I'm not a scientist and I basically Googled it. So feel free to double check it, but yeah, I think I got the gist of it. But the scientific explanation for goosebumps are they're tiny muscles just flexing in the skin and that it's an involuntary reaction and it is linked to nerves from your sympathetic nervous system, which controls your your fight or flight response. So that's what controls these muscles. So, you know, like when you get scared or cold or something like that, um, you're, you know, you can get goosebumps kind of outside influences come in and affect you. And that's the nervous system that reacts to those types of things. When you think about it, like when animals get scared, what do they do? They puff their fur out. You kind of do that too, except you don't have a a ton of fur. (laughs) You just have little hairs making them look bigger, but they've also, and this is a new thing. They've linked goosebumps to the regeneration of hair follicles. So when you get, when you get goosebumps and some of us don't like them because they look gross, like when you have them and some of us are we, we get them more often than others and they don't go away or something. But think about this. They're actually linked to the regeneration of hair follicles. So it's a good thing because you want that hair to keep growing, um, especially in your head. <laughs> and it can also help you conserve heat, cause skin pores to close, you know, hairs hold on to body heat. So, yes, there's lots of scientific 
reasons why goosebumps occur. And goosebumps are associated with the sympathetic nervous system, as I said, but we know that the sympathetic nervous system apparently pulls from a lot of places in the brain. That's why you can get goosebumps from a lot of other stimuli too, such as like we said, like fear, or sometimes when you hear music and it just like really hits you or you're at a concert or something like, wow, or you see something like awe, you're like, wow, or pride or excitement, or you just get chills all of a sudden. But Here's the thing. I noticed it was happening in my readings and I noticed there were patterned responses to the way it was happening in my readings that would actually back up something I was saying. So I'd say something to somebody, to a person I was reading, get chills and they'd be like, oh my gosh, I have chills. That's so true. So I noticed that there's more to it than just... I guess a physical response, like perhaps goosebumps is a way for us to receive and respond to information from other places too, such as spirit. So while I totally believe the science end of it, I think that there's something else which gets these goosebumps going that is beyond our current understanding. And that's why when I call certain experiences, when I get goosebumps, spirit shivers, that's just my little word for it. I've heard a lot of you all have cute names for it, like confirmation bumps or things like that. I think those are really cute too. But spirit shivers is what what I use. So yes, the sympathetic nervous system deals with your body's ability to produce localized adjustments to the environment. But what about the environmental stimuli, which is spiritual, which is from spirit, which is from your sixth sense? I just have this with me I can just tell you what I experience and while I experience it at times when it's obvious it's from I'm cold or I'm scared or something like that, I also know when I'm now, I know when I'm experiencing goosebumps slash spirit shivers, when they're really spirit shivers, that's why I had to name them something else. I get the spirit shivers when I'm getting a message or I've received information that's important. I'm going to go through all the ways that you can experience spirit shivers where it's different from goosebumps. All right. So I will call them again, spirit shivers. When this happens, a couple ways it can start. It can start at the crown of your head. Okay. So sometimes I'll get spirit shivers where it starts at my crown, the the very top of my head. And it almost like goes down like rain throughout my body. That only happens with the spirit shiver stuff, not with the physical goosebump stuff. Another thing, a way I'll get it is the center of my chest, like my heart chakra, and then it'll spread out like warmly. So that's another way I'll get it. I know that that's different from just regular goosebumps. It starts there and moves out. This happens to me during readings. I mean, it can happen to anybody during deep conversations with friends. When you hear something and it really resonates when you're realizing something for the first time in a very profound way. Spirit shiver, spirit shivers are a way that your mind and soul are communicating in sync after receiving a meaningful message. So I feel like a lot of times with all of us, sometimes you hear a song and it just hits you the right way. It's just like, whoa, that hit me. And music is an energy exchange at the right place in the right time when you're open to receiving that energy that the music carries within it, it can hit you. And then spirit can be like, hey, right there, right there, right there, and try to really solidify this connection with spirit shivers. 
um, reading something meaningful, like when you read something and it's, you're just, whoa, and you get the spirit shivers. Again, it's spirit's way, you know, and spirit is a word. It's an all encompassing word. You can use whatever word you want. You you know, I use it to kind of, it's like my blanket for spirit guides, angels, loved ones on the other side, whatever you want to call your higher power, even your higher self. Those are all the things that I'm talking about when I say spirit. So when you read something or hear something really important and it really resonates and it really rings true and it brings you a lot of awe and understanding, the spirit shivers can be also received, again, as a way to like, let's bookmark that. Meeting someone for the first time. You can meet someone for the first time and immediately like that uh, spirit shivers, like it just passes between you. You just know this person's important to you for some reason and you don't know why. This can happen for a multitude of reasons. They're your soulmate. Maybe it's a twin flame connection. Maybe it's a kindred spirit connection. Maybe it's a past life connection where your souls recognize one another. And again, the spirit shivers are just a way for spirit to be like, hey, hey, this is important. Pay attention to this moment. Let's just not ignore this. And it gets your body involved. It can also happen when you go to a place for the first time that you really feel deeply on a soul level. Perhaps you walk into some sort of ancient architecture. Maybe you're in Rome and you walk into, you know, a temple or you walk into a basilica or, or just some place and you're just, whoa, you just, you feel it. You feel the timelessness of it. You feel the energy behind it. You feel the meaning that is there, the vibe, the underlying pulse of the the collective consciousness just hitting you. So you can you can have this experience when you look at certain artwork. You can have this experience when you choose a crystal or a crystal chooses you. These are experiences when there is an energy transfer happening between you and something else and it's important to pay attention to that because you might not know why it's meaningful, but you know that it is. So you just have to kind of Again, bookmark it, put it on the shelf that you understand that we're going to probably come back to this later. And spirit shivers are just a way for you to do that. This can also happen in mediumship when one channels loved ones on the other side or channels people on the other side over. I get like spirit shivers now when I do mediumship readings. That's just part of it. I, I, it, the second I connect with, you know, somebody, you send me a picture of grandma who passed. And the second I just like take a moment, I just like the first thing I'll get is the spirit shivers, usually through the, the crown of my head and down. I'll get that because I feel like their messages. That's maybe this is my interpretation for myself. That's where their messages start to get me or over the heart chakra too. And I know spread out and warm because that's where they're communicating to me through. So that's just part of it. Every time I do, it, that's actually how I know I'm connecting. If I don't get that with somebody, it's like, ooh, they're being quiet in spirit. They're not, ooh, they're not, they're not connecting. Because unless I get the shivers, <laughs> unless I get the spirit shivers, um, yeah, then then that's just it's a confirmation for me. And a lot of times when I deliver a message, which I get from the other side from somebody to the intended person. That, like they'll end up receiving the same type of spirit shiver experience. Like, oh, I got chills. Oh my gosh. It's like, yeah, me too. So it's a shared thing. So we know that this energy is kind of cyclical and it's it's 
it's finding its sources, it's finding its places to go. And when we all realize it, it like explodes and there's just this feeling of, whoa, that's so cool, like connection. So yeah, communicating with loved ones on the other side at any time can often produce these spirit shivers. I mean, you might just randomly be thinking about somebody you love who passed and you just, oof, I feel ooh, shiver. Because they're they're like, hey, that's their way of being like, hey, <laughs> they're coming through. So don't ignore those things because it's, it's, it's that stimulus. It's some sort of spiritual stimulus that is activating, I believe, your sympathetic nervous system. So how do we interpret what these chills mean? Like what's going on? We get them. Okay, I get these all the time. Now what? What do I do? So when you experience these chills, you have to immediately think, just stop for a second, get mindful. What's going on around me? There are always context clues. Like if you aren't cold (laughs) or scared or dealing with some sort of physical uh, ailment in your body, these chills are off the spirit shivers versus goosebumps. Spirit shivers are often accompanied by deep emotional waves. So you, when you slow down and you mindfully pay attention to it, you can get kind of a communication. And that's why being psychic is really about being you. That's why when you become psychic, it's really about becoming more of yourself because all the cues, and this is what I wrote the workbook about, which comes out in January, all the cues are in you. You just have to learn how to kind of read yourself. So anyway, so when you get these spirit shivers and you're like, oh, like what, what was I just doing? And sometimes if it's a loved one on the other side channeling, you might've just been in some sort of meditative state, like doing dishes or just doing, you were just talk, thinking about nothing even. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, he just, this, whoever it is, just enters your mind. Or right after the spirit shivers, what are you thinking about? I'm thinking about grandma. Okay. That means something. Or you're listening to music again, back to music, or you read something and, and like, bam, you get the spirit shivers. What, what did I just hear? How does it make me feel? What's going on in my life where I feel like that's important. What's going on in my life right now where that makes sense that I'm, that something, something's resonating there. You'll get answers. You'll get answers if you sit in it for a minute, but the spirit shivers, the whole point is they're poking you like, Hey, sit in that for a minute. Your body is a channel for spirit message. You're, you're, you're a phone too. You're a phone. You're, you're a vessel from this plane to the next. You can being psychic or opening yourself up to spirit messages is really about understanding that there's another plane that right now we're in a physical plane because we're in a physical body, but there's a spiritual plane too, which we can work on our spiritual selves and thus be more open to that. And so, like I said, the key to being psychic really does lie within you. Your body is just one of the ways spirit can deliver messages. So your emotions, we talk about that on here all the time. I talk about empath auras, purple, blue, indigo, turquoise. Your emotions are little message, you know, messages in a bottle for spirit. That's why a big thing we talk about is, okay, what's my default emotional state before I walk? And why am I suddenly feeling anxious when I'm hanging out with my coworker? Okay, it's not my anxiety, it's theirs. So let's separate it and figure that out. It's just one of the ways that spirit can work within you to deliver messages, your own feelings, your own body, your own physical and emotional cues are vehicles for message. So these nudges 
are just to let you know that what you're experiencing needs a little closer examination. Getting to know about your body and its responses, not brushing off messages you're getting. Your body's a friend, a tool. And we can talk about being psychic, you know, like goosebumps versus spirit shivers is some sort of magical or mystical thing. But maybe it's just science we haven't yet discovered officially, too. So pay attention to your spirit shivers and see where that mindfulness leads you. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. All right. So as the one with more gray matter here, <laughs> which I might have actually lost during the taping of this episode. So we, we might be, you might actually be the lead now. Um, you know, but very interesting. You know, we, we did a little bit of a scientific approach for spiritual things, sound baths and data yeah. brew and the goosebumps and all that. <laughs> But <laughs> I'm really insecure about my lack of potential lack of gray matter. Yeah. <laughs> well, definitely, definitely. I just admitted I got through most of my schooling by just being psychic. Yeah. <laughs> so sad. That is, you did admit that. Yes. Like, like if you're psychic, you can get through, you know, your bachelor's and grad school and you'll be fine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think just to end this this episode we're gonna and i'm gonna call i don't know if you guys notice this listeners that are listening mm-hmm. well what else would listeners they be doing that are listening. listeners that are listening <laughs> i call overtime at the overtime. end yeah and i don't know if we've ever officially explained it we haven't so maybe we'll just do that now okay okay so overtime is basically the podcast is over it's over I don't, we, it's like a set time that we've you know because there is no set time you can be done now right <laughs> But so it's actually a time like because the podcast could be two hours, it could be three hours, it could be an hour, it could be fifty minutes, it's whatever we make it. Yeah. So, but I always say, you know, all right, we're gonna, you know, we're running out of time. I've, I've said that on earlier episodes, but why are we running out of time? We because just, we're just done now. Yeah. Yeah. So if we call overtime, that means anything goes. Yeah. Means you, but it also means you could turn off the podcast. Now. Yes, we you encourage don't have you. to listen. We encourage you to. Yeah. Everything it might that, get weird. Right. Everything that we really <laughs> wanted to say is now over. Right. And now it's really up to you. And if you're still sticking on, then that's on you. <laughs> it's so on you. Anything that flies out of my mouth or MM's mouth here. If that, you lose gray matter, yeah. that's yes. on you. <laughs> okay. So, you know, okay. So as most of you know, we have the Mystic Michaela spiritual family and mm-hmm. we have these incredible posts on there all the time. It's a like, Facebook group. Facebook group. On Facebook, yes. Right. Closed and Facebook group. You're welcome to join. Yes, everyone's welcome to join. So I picked one that has been getting a lot of play this week. It's very interesting, and I think you guys will enjoy it. All right, it comes from Emily M. We won't give her last name. All right, M, Emily M. All right, so she writes, I found a guy at the Mystic Michaela spiritual gathering. So back in January, we had a gathering in Florida. People came from all over the country, and she found a guy there. Wow. Yes. This is so cool. This is like everything I'd ever want that to happen there we actually sat around hoping this would happen we this is what we hope happens yes we said please someone named emily who's yellow (laughs) find a man at the event and that's what happened all right it was on my vision board um (laughs) it was in my manifestation of the full moon while doing sound bowls or whatever yeah okay okay. so she says my yellow is cringing at this sappy indigo post so hear me out all right so I, i assume she's yellow and indigo the night before the Mystic Michaela Angel Numbers event, we wandered down to the infamous Elbow Room for just a drink. I don't know. Have you ever heard of the – well, it's not even Elbow, E-L-B-O. I've never heard of the, that. I mean, listen, there's probably a lot of places it's in infamous. South Florida that I haven't – Right. Yeah, no. But this one's infamous, of. I guess. All right. After some free shots from the bouncer – Nice. 
That's okay from the bounce. Okay, so the bouncer, not the bartender, the bouncer. The bouncer. And endless people watching. The night became no, lively. No, there are people watching. Yeah, what is going on there? No, there are people watching. Oh, people no, watching. Yeah, you read it funny. Oh, okay. You said I, after endless people watching, like they're wa- they're, they're oh. not being watched. They're doing people watching. I, okay, so I thought yeah. they were getting drunk and then people were endlessly watching, watching them. them. And yes. you're like, what are they doing to be watched? No, they were people watching. All right. So the night started to become lively. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a lot Hard. of South Florida purples. Uh, yes. They come out after a certain hour. Weeks prior to this weekend, I was rudely broken up with, rudely broken up with. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she, someone, I we guess, dumped it. her. Yeah. And said many times after that, I don't need a man and I'm not dating anyone. Oh. Okay. So that's her mantra. Not good. Right, now we're talking about mantras I mean, that's not here. not a great Ma- mantra, mantras are but, Not a good but, mantra. Emily, but she was you have to fun. change that. But she's she, having fun. She was having fun. Okay. As the night was wrapping up, we met some guys at the bar who were in town from Chicago and conveniently, we're staying at the Bahia Mar Hotel, too. That's where our event Weird. was. Weird. Okay. First of all, thank God they're not from South Florida. Okay. So right yeah, wait, off the wait, bat, where that's are they really from? good. Chicago. Better. Much better. <laughs> Night and day. <laughs> Night and day. I mean, if, yeah. if, if, they, if they were from South Florida, I would have told you right now I'm not reading the rest of this. No. I know how this ends. Yeah, but he's okay. probably like a Midwestern green. Right. And, and we can handle that right. versus a South Florida purple. Right. Okay. <laughs> it may have been the tequila, but I feel like one in particular just magically appeared next to me. Aw. I, I assume that's one of the guys. Yeah. Okay. We all hung out after and never thought we'd see them ever again. Okay. Scary face. Uh, okay. Yeah. Fast forward. A week later, he reaches out to my friend who had his number from that night and asked to get <gasps> my number. Oh, my God. We then proceeded to message each other every day. I just got spirit shivers. Me t- I got goosebumps. You too? Go- well, I got goosebumps. You got the spirit shivers. Oh, my God. That's really crazy. That's crazy. Oh, my God. Sound bowls are going off. Okay. <laughs> no, really? That's crazy. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Actually, I did. I Me too. I got it. We had them at the same time. You're not even joking. I truly believe. I believe. I'm a believer oh, now. You believe in the yeah, spirit shivers. I believe in any of the spirit shivers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So. Every day. She took a trip to Chicago to visit him in May. Oh. Wow. Wow. So it's like months later. So they were really messaging a lot. Yeah. Then they all met up in Vegas for her birthday. A nice little reunion. Oh, he came. That's so sweet. Yep. And now he's planning to visit her in Nashville. Stop. He is the sweetest and most caring guy I've ever met. That's saying something because I met her. I remember meeting her. Yes. And he's more sweet and caring than I am. (laughs) So you're like. Yeah. I'm so going to make this about be, me. Yeah. Gonna, <laughs> so he must be really sweet and caring. Oh. Yeah. I, I remember meeting her at the event. Yeah. We're both divorced and both have kind of lost hope about love in the past. Oh. It's funny how things show up when you least expect it, yes. when you don't think you want it or need it. I have no idea what our future is or what the plan is. Hello, yellow. But I'm here for the ride. She also thinks she's a green blue. Good call. Oh, Midwestern Maggie, green. Good call there. Don't settle, ladies. K. Thanks. Well, all right. That's very interesting. We can find out if he's a green blue, possibly. Maybe if he does a review or something like that, <laughs> then he's definitely a keeper. Um, but that's a, that's a cool story. It's a real cool story. Now, do you think they'll ask us to officiate their wedding? I, I feel <laughs> if I don't get like a VIP seat at the wedding, then that's like a – that's like a, <laughs> <that>, <laughs> Like if I don't get a VIP seat at that wedding, right. then I feel that's like a, a snub. Okay. That, that's a snub. Like I got snubbed. At. <laughs> wow. Like you too. You you as all. You like also. Like we're gonna make like it about us. Yeah. Like, like we. <laughs> so if I'm not invited to either Nashville or Chicago 
or Vegas, wherever. Yeah. I think one's from Nashville, one's from Chicago. Okay. I feel like, should have, yeah, I want to be at the number one table. Not like, I want the VIP. I want table treatment. number 11, though. You could, you could I'm officiate table it. Table 11. If you want. I'll officiate it. <laughs> you have officiated a wedding. I have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like the bridal party should be in aura colors. They I should do all too. wear their own aura colors. Yeah. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. And I don't have ideas. I think I should be a groomsman. <laughs> I don't know this guy, but I think he should make me one you of his guys. Hate being in weddings. True. You're like not a good participant True. of any True. Par- wedding party. True. But <laughs> you make up for the day of like you'll bring a pizza. Fine. <laughs> all right. But I should. I, you know. All right. All right. I don't want. I, I, no snub here. All right. <laughs> Anyway, all right. So thank you so much for hanging with us over time. Um, you take this it away. podcast is for you and about you, and we're so glad you spent some time with us today. If you want to be the most interesting person at the cocktail party, well, hop on over and listen to the Brain Candy Podcast. Our award-winning content will have you laughing while you're learning. We read all the best articles, books, and studies, and keep up with new TV shows, documentaries, and pop culture. And then we cram it all into two shows a week. Conspiracy theories, cannibal rabbits, unsolved mysteries, the history of the Walkman. There's something for everyone. The Brain Candy Podcast. Find our link in the show notes. Or simply search for the Brain Candy Podcast on your podcast app.